Welcome to Two Chicks, Three Seats, the podcast that takes a look at the hospitality industry's hottest topics. Two Chicks, Three Seats is hosted by Kate Kennedy and Rachel Calkins and is brought to you by Triple Seat, the industry leader in event management software. Find out more about Triple Seat at TripleSeat.com. Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome back to Two Chicks, Three Seats. If you listened to last week's episode, you'll remember that we talked about some creative Valentine's Day promotions that our customers have been advertising. We also mentioned that we would host a Valentine's Day Part 2 episode this week, and here we are. So today, we are taking a more data-driven approach to Valentine's Day preparation with the help of a special guest who you may remember from episode 31. Today, we have Amber, the Senior Director of Communications at Upserve by Lightspeed. Earlier this week, Upserve published a report using data collected from their restaurant customers to analyze trends and patterns from past Valentine's Day sales information. The report includes information on most ordered items. Um, items, ticket sales, and stories to help prepare for the holiday. And Amber is going to dive into that report with us here today. So welcome back to the show, Amber. Hi, thanks so much for having me again. Absolutely. We love having you on. We'll make this like a monthly thing. (laughs) I'm here for it. Uh, Awesome. (laughs) Amber, did you want to do a quick introduction just to remind everyone who you are and about Upserve? Yeah, I'd love to. So Upserve is a smarter all-in-one hospitality solution for restaurants with insights served daily. Uh, So we offer, you know, POS, online ordering, inventory, um, all of the standard things you need to run your hospitality business. But our key differentiator is our insights, um, which really tell you everything you need to know to make smarter decisions for your business. Um, And we were recently acquired by Lightspeed POS, which is based in Montreal, but is a global company that powers complex, small and medium-sized businesses with cloud-based omni-channel commerce platforms in over 100 countries. So we're really excited about this acquisition because it just means a a lot more resources for our customers um, and really being able to lead the market with uh, our combined products. That's awesome. Yeah, and just for and for those of you Triple uh, C customers out there that don't know, Upserve is one of the platforms that integrates with Triple C. So you can find more information on their website, or you can also go to our website and go to triplec.com/marketplace, and they're listed there as well. So yeah, and one of the great things about being a data-driven company is we have all these really great data insights from our over eight thousand customers in the U.S. So that's what I'm here to share today. Awesome. We're the data. <laughs> so we can dive right into the Valentine's Day report with the menu and sales section at the beginning um, where you guys were talking about ticket sales, menu trends. So how about we dive in and what did your research tell you about ticket numbers during past Valentine's Days and how can we expect this to play out for Valentine's Day this year given the current COVID state? Right. Well, um, you know, everybody in the hospitality industry knows that Valentine's Day is a huge, uh, huge holiday. Um, And, you know, last year, Valentine's Day was kind of like the last bit of normal before COVID hit. Right. Um, So all of the data here is looking at Valentine's Day 2020 compared to the week prior. Um, But we have seen with holidays during the pandemic that 
we are seeing a similar uptick in, in sales um, that we did pre-COVID. And our, our theory there is that, you know, everyone is so bored um, that when there's a holiday that comes around, whether it's Valentine's Day or Cinco de Mayo or Mother's Day, um, people are really going all in with online ordering or even maybe taking that opportunity to dine out safely. Um, so, you know, I would definitely expect to see an influx in sales and tickets. Um, what we saw in our data was last year, tickets were up 13% nationwide and sales for those tickets were up 34 to 44%. Um, so that means that, you know, while tickets are up overall, um, folks are ordering higher priced items and those tickets are larger than average. So uh, despite COVID, we expect to see these trends continue this year. Um, but definitely with more online ordering in the mix. That's awesome. Yeah, and I, I feel like we were um, saying last week too how we totally agree with the fact what you were just saying about holidays during COVID. Everyone's itching at finding any reason to dine out and get takeout. And I feel like Valentine's Day, you either love it or you hate it. So you love to celebrate it in some way. So it's a it's a great way to have the restaurants getting revenue. And I, I even in COVID, we're still getting those patterns like you just said. Right. And so particularly for for restaurants um, and establishments on the West Coast of the United States, that's where we actually saw the largest um, increase in ticket sales. Um, They go up 44 percent on the West Coast, 43 percent in the Northeast. Um, And we actually found that Portland, Oregon uh, had the highest increase in Valentine's Day ticket sales, up 105 percent from the week prior. Um, So. Yeah, folks in Portland really, really prioritizing their Valentine's Day dining. That's really funny. I never would have guessed that, you know, Portland, Oregon would have been the top um, Valentine's Day <laughs> part of the country. I just, to me, I'm always like, it's got to be like the Midwest, right? Like somewhere in the Midwest, lots of couples going out. But that's super interesting. And and I think that uh, one good thing about Valentine's Day, this holiday specifically, if you're going out like in a traditional way, there's just two people. So at least you can keep to those, you know, the socially distanced limits and all those things um, won't be an issue. Of course, maybe if you're going out for like a Valentine's Day, that's different. But traditional Valentine's Day dining is two people. And normally you're you live with that person or at least you see them quite often. So so I think that during COVID, it's a great holiday to celebrate out for sure. Definitely agree with that. And yeah, Portland, Oregon. Go Portland, Oregon. <laughs> so interesting. <laughs> uh, so could you talk a little bit about the regional menu trends that you saw in the past and what this may mean for re- restaurants choosing their menu items for this year? Yeah. So to back this up a little bit, the last time I was on the podcast was to talk about our state of the restaurant industry report. And we found that, you know, for dine-in, folks are really going with big ticket items, steak, seafood, et cetera. Um, And our hypothesis there is, and what we're hearing from customers anecdotally, is that folks are dining out less. So when they do dine out, they're ordering really big ticket items um, to try to make up for for lost time. So um, those big ticket items are also generally what folks are looking for in a Valentine's Day meal. So we looked at these traditional Valentine's Day menu items, steak, lobster, wine, champagne, chocolate, dessert. Um, And we looked at them by different regions in the U.S. So steak sales on Valentine's Day up over 100% across the board. The highest sales were in the Northeast, where they're up almost 200%. Uh, Conversely, lobster up over 130% across the board, but lobster sales go up almost 400% on Valentine's Day on the West Coast. 
Um, so if you are on the West Coast, you definitely want to um, get some lobster on your menu. Um, wine surprisingly didn't see like a huge uptick on Valentine's Day. I'm guessing because wine sales do pretty good generally. So there isn't that big difference. Um, but highest wine sales were on the West Coast, which makes sense. Um, champagne sales highest in the Northeast. But again, up across the board, the only place where wine or excuse me, where champagne sales weren't up over 100% on Valentine's Day last year was in the South. Hmm. Uh, and then if we look at chocolate and desserts, chocolate sales in restaurants uh, were up 200% on Valentine's Day in the Northeast, uh, but only 29% on the West Coast. So maybe if you're on the West Coast, you want to avoid anything chocolate on the menu. On the East Coast, you definitely want to add it in. Um, and for general desserts, highest dessert sales uh, were up in the Northeast, lowest were on the West Coast. Hmm. Those health conscious people on the West Coast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but also when we looked at just overall updates to menus, not necessarily what's selling, but what folks are adding to their menus, um, we saw a big increase in tasting menus up over 300%. Um, barbecue, which I was a little surprised by. Hmm. Seafood, roast, pasta, stew, tapas, and charcuterie. Um, so obviously, you know, share plates are going to be Share plates and tasting menus are going to be less of a thing this year for online ordering, but definitely think about how to work those other elements into a fun online ordering menu, whether it's pastas or, or tapas or seafood. Barbecue. That's also very interesting to me. Right. And the stew one, I was like stews, although I do like a good stew and especially in February. So I guess maybe in the Northeast that has something to do with it, but um, but yeah, barbecue. My husband would be very happy if I took him out for barbecue. <laughs> That's I'm sure. like in the lobster. I think I want lobster ravioli <laughs> in the shape of a heart, please. Oh, yes, definitely. That's classic, classic Valentine's menu. All very interesting menu trends for sure. And some very surprising, I feel like. Moving on to the marketing tips section of the report. Based on the trends you've seen, how can restaurants stand out from the pack when it comes to their Valentine's Day marketing and packages? Yeah. So the last thing I'll say about menus, and this kind of leads into the marketing, is you really want to make sure that this year your menu is takeout ready, or maybe you have a cook at home option. You know, you're providing raw ingredients with a video or instructions, just something to kind of accommodate our current day situation. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to marketing, we've found with all holidays since the beginning of COVID, the one thing that really will help your sales, you know, we I mentioned before, we're seeing a up to 300% increase in orders on holidays during COVID. So there's definitely an appetite out there. But what you need to do is capture your local market. So you really need to make sure that folks in your community know that one, you're open, two, you're doing something special, and three, how they can get involved. So whether you offer like a really special, let's say a lobster, you know, lobster tails for two or uh, surf and turf. Um, maybe it's something that you've never done before. Maybe it's something that you're doing a limited quantity, like you know, you're going to do something where there's only 200 menus and people can order in advance. Um, you really want to make sure you're using all of your marketing resources, whether that's your email list, your social media channels, your website, really making sure that folks know what you're doing and that you're doing something that can help your business stand out. Um, so you want to go really big on social media. Um, and you really want to make sure that whatever you're doing can get as much attention as possible because 
everyone's going to be trying to do this in your market. And this is the best way to kind of acquire new customers is if someone's looking for something special to do on Valentine's Day, but they can't go out or they want to make sure they're going out safely, making sure that they discover you, whether that's through your website or through your social channels. And that's actually how last week when Rachel and I talked about um, some promotions that our customers are advertising recently, we mainly found them through, you know, email marketing, but mostly on social. And and the ones that we chose to talk about were done very well, um, you know, design-wise. Um, and, you know, of course, that we chose the ones that had interesting ideas as well. But I do want to point out that, like, some of them stood out a lot more than others, um, simply by the way that they were designed. And, you know, even if it was like a simple canva image that they used but it was eye-catching and you know we we used it um when we talked on the podcast last week so i do think that social is huge and you know making sure that it's it's popping out to customers is also very important yeah and it's really it's really important to think about going kind of beyond changing up your menu like it'd be great to offer like a special or a prefix or maybe even a family meal that is kind of Valentine's Day centric. And we have a lot of great examples in the ebook of, you know, um, you know, incorporating like red and pink into the menu or incorporating like heart shaped food into the menu, but try to think about how you can kind of go beyond the menu. Can you partner with a local, you know, floral shop to do when folks pick up their to go order, they're also getting a bouquet of flowers, right? You're saving them that step of having to run out. Um, or maybe it's adding, you know, a small bottle of champagne or a bottle of wine. Maybe it's creating a promo incentive that if they book their their reservation or if they book their online order by a specific date, it comes with a free, you know, mini bottle of champagne. Something that can bring you guaranteed revenue um, and guaranteed headcount, kind of ahead of the date, so you have a lot of time to prepare. You could also, you know, work with other businesses in your community, one of the things we suggest is doing like a staycation package. Mm -hmm. So maybe you have a hotel that's next to your restaurant, working on kind of a combo where they get a little discount for the hotel, a little discount for their meal, um, and they can order all of that in a single package. Um, Additionally, you know, we've had a lot of restaurants that we've seen have a lot of success with kind of like gift boxes. So again, like maybe there's a gift shop or a chocolatier or a bakery in your community that you can, you know, work together to create um, a little box, a little Valentine's Day gift box that folks can order on top of their meal. And again, you're like creating value for your customers by having this stuff built in. Maybe you know because of COVID and everything going on this year, they didn't get anything for their partner, so they can order dinner and have a gift baked in. It's a really great opportunity to kind of build in value and also you know keep. Um, revenue in your community and, you know, build relationships with local businesses. And yeah, you can also get really creative with your takeout options. Maybe you do a special Valentine's Day themed takeout box or takeout bag. Maybe it's just a surprise and delight. You put like a single rose or a single carnation in every order. Um, Just something to kind of get people excited and, and mainly sharing their menu. So, you know, another thing I really want folks to think about is how can you create a menu item or a delivery item that people will be excited to share on social media because that is a hundred percent free advertising oh, for your business. So we encourage everyone to get really, really creative with your takeout options and encourage folks, whether it's through a hashtag or just by having, you know, your Instagram handle on the takeout bag. I'm really encouraging them to share. Yeah. Those are 
fantastic ideas and we're always pushing for our customers to use their customers. <laughs> it's the cheapest form of marketing for sure and really easy to do. And then you also talked about, there was like the proposal packages idea that you guys talked about that I absolutely love. And then there was also one for, you know, the single folks. Um, Rachel and I love that one. You talked about um, doing a promotion with foods that you wouldn't normally eat on a date, like lots of garlic or peel and eat shrimp. We thought that was so cute. <laughs> it's a great Yeah. Idea. And this, this can go hand in hand again with like a staycation package or spa package. Um, but yeah, doing a proposal package is a great way, especially if you're like a more upscale restaurant, great way to get attention if somebody's looking for something special to do. Um, yeah. And then I love the idea of doing like a Galentine's Day, like family meal style takeout or offering, you know, some kind of like single ladies <laughs> cocktails. Yeah. You know, you want to speak to all those people who are maybe alone for this COVID Valentine's day and they've lost a year of dating thanks to COVID. <laughs> make yeah, me a, too. <laughs> make them a special cocktail or a cookie or a dessert so they can kind of feel like they're doing something special for themselves. Yeah, I love that idea. And then you also talked, there was another point that you guys talked about was, um, you know, using your past reservation data to make guests feel special. And I thought this was a great idea and something that when I, uh, a restaurant that I used to bartend at, we used to do this with, you know, especially regulars who booked Valentine's night and we would all, like give them a free bottle of their, you know, the wine that they always ordered or like, um, something a dessert to take home with them or whatever um and i think it's a great idea just to look back on all of your data and you know figure out like you know this couple really loves to finish with a chocolate dessert normally so let's give them one on the house without them even asking or something like that i think those are all really cute ideas uh, especially for a holiday like valentine's day yeah and you can use this to drive a promotion as well like you can if you have you know a list of your best customers and upserve we we provide you a list in your dashboard of who your vip customers are based on the frequency with which they order but yeah valentine's day is a great time to email those folks and say hey you know we we want to show you the love we really appreciate you being a, a fantastic guest and if you order on valentine's day we'll throw in you know a free bottle of wine or a free dessert that's another great option too to to drive drive orders and drive uh traffic to your restaurant on that day Right. I love all these marketing tactics. And I feel like they can, they're kind of versatile for other holidays too. Maybe later on in the year, just thinking about working locally and just practicing on social media. So I feel like these are all good insights that people could use for Valentine's Day, but then also beyond for the later holidays later on in 2021. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of these tactics we, we encourage folks to do. Again, holiday sales we were seeing across the board are up 300%. But those sales dip dramatically in the following 48 hours. So if there's a holiday that falls on a Friday, you're really going to kind of lose your weekend revenue if you're not really doing big sales on that Friday. So that's another thing we want folks to keep in mind is the trend we're seeing is a giant uptick in sales on the holiday itself um, and a pretty big dip in sales the 48 hours following. So you really want to make sure you're capturing that market share on that holiday in your community. Right. And with Valentine's Day being on a Sunday this year, hopefully everyone's getting a good revenue for the whole Valentine's Day weekend because we've been seeing promotions for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for a lot of places, right. which is awesome. 
Well, moving on, uh, in the report, you guys have a section, lookbook inspiration, that we were looking at. I think it's called just the lookbook section, but it gives some really creative ideas and some examples based on things that I'm assuming are from your customers and what you guys have been seeing so far. So could you maybe describe a couple of those that you have in the lookbook? And then obviously the listeners can check it out themselves, but there are some really creative things in there. Yeah, for so for dining, really trying to go with like a creative prefix. Um, and you could also make this work for online ordering by doing kind of like a creative, like family meal style, you know, appetizer, dinner, dessert for two. Whether, you know, it really depends on what your specialty is, um, whether it's, you know, you want to market that you're doing like a healthy Valentine's Day or like a splurgy Valentine's Day or like, a you know, it's all like pasta and carbs really trying to find a theme that fits with your business's brand um, and offering kind of like a Valentine's Day spin on it. Um, we also have an example of someone who did like a chicken sandwich with like a red bun. I smell um, so funny. Also a lot of like heart-shaped food. But yeah, another example is you know doing a contest. Everybody wants to eat out on Valentine's Day. So doing a social media contest so people can win like a free meal on Valentine's Day um, or a free dessert. Um, and getting people to kind of share your account, your content, um, and your brand um, as you drive kind of more awareness ahead of Valentine's Day. And then you could also do giveaways in stores. If you're open for dine-in, um, you could do, you know, maybe everyone who comes in to the restaurant that night is entered for a chance to win a free hotel stay somewhere. Um, so there's a lot of kind of fun options you can do. And then, you know, with takeout, you can get really creative with desserts or, you know, to go cocktails, um, your appetizers, really trying to think in the theme of the holiday and make that, that food and those menu items as Instagrammable as possible, as we like to say. Right, right. I can't wait to see everyone posting their things on Instagram. It's a, it's a good story to see. (laughs) Right. And you, I mean, it's, it's, you know, if you think about how people discover new restaurants in their neighborhoods, you know, if someone sees a really amazing looking dish and a caption that says like, oh, I love getting takeout from like restaurant name, you're definitely going to click on that (laughs) restaurant and be like, oh, maybe I want to order takeout from here next time. Um, I do that all all the time, honestly. I see someone post something like if it's one of my friends or like an influencer that I follow on Instagram, I automatically click on the location that they have tagged and I'm like, figuring out how far away that is from where I live. <laughs> right. And I mean, this is also a great reminder to like, make sure your Instagram looks great. Make sure it's regularly updated. Make sure your food photos look really good so that when people do come poking around to look at your Instagram, your website, um, your online ordering menu, that all that stuff is updated and ready to go and looking great. Right. It I makes a big difference. It's having the good branding and professional photos in there. I get like, so, I mean, I... I keep like an ongoing list of places that I want to try that I've seen on social media, but like, it's so, it's kind of disappointing when you see like, you know, somebody post a picture, an awesome picture of a place. And then you go to that place's Instagram, like you said, and you're a little disappointed by what they've posted. So I think it's, it's important to maybe repost what your customers post, but also make sure that it's in line with, you know, the, the branding and image of your Instagram, you know, handle is and as a whole. So we've seen that we've seen the good and the bad <laughs> with some of our customers <laughs> for sure. Um, mostly good though, of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. 
Well, I mean, obviously this Valentine's Day will be different in a lot of ways for the entire hospitality industry, um, you know, from fast casual to fine dining because of the pandemic and everything that's going on. And your report has given our listeners a lot of great tips to help them make this Valentine's Day as successful as they possibly can. Sadly, I've heard some restaurants say that the thought of trying to market a holiday like Valentine's Day during a pandemic seems like a waste of resources. And we all know after hearing your data that this just isn't true. So to kind of sum up everything we've talked about, and I know this might be tough to do, but could you share with us your top three tips for marketing a successful Valentine's Day promotion during um, COVID? Yeah, I mean, I would say first and foremost, put something special on your menu and make sure everyone knows about it. So whether it's a Valentine's Day themed family meal, a prefix, um, an appetizer, a dessert, a coffee, like whatever it is, you know, add that one special thing and make sure that it's on your website, it's on your social media, it's, you know, being blasted out to your email list. And, you know, make sure everyone knows about it and get them really excited that they like want to have this thing because what else do we have to look forward to right now other than eating? Um, (laughs) True. (laughs) And then get your customers in on the marketing, whether it's doing a giveaway and getting them to share your content ahead of Valentine's Day to kind of drive more hype for the menu or getting them to share their menu items on Valentine's Day. Make sure they're really in on it with you and give them a reason to share, whether it's a promotion or you just have a really beautiful dish that they want to tell everyone about. And then when you do acquire new customers on Valentine's Day, make sure you continue to market to those folks after you acquire their business. You should be tracking who is new to your restaurant and who is loyal to your restaurant and rewarding those folks accordingly. You want to make sure those loyal customers that order from you every week or every month that you know about them and that you are you know, grateful and appreciative of their business. But the new folks, you want to make sure you're reaching out to them. Hey, thanks for ordering, you know, for your first time with us. Here's a 10% bond for the next time you come back. You really want to make sure that once you've acquired those new customers, you retain them um, because that's the most cost-effective way to do business. So I'd say those are those are my three tips. Um, have something special, make sure everyone knows, get your customers in on the marketing and make sure you continue to market to the new customers that you acquire. Love that. Everyone hear that? We got some great (laughs) tips over here. (laughs) Well, I think this was an awesome episode, Amber. Thank you so much for coming back on to join us. And to all of our listeners, you can look at the full report from Upserve on upserve.com at their blog, upserve.com slash blog, if I have that correctly. I'm pretty sure I do. Uh, And then it'll also be linked in the episode description. And this is a kind of a random question, Amber, and you don't have to answer it, but do you guys, do you know about any other upcoming reports that you have maybe like for the other upcoming holidays that our listeners could be looking forward to? (laughs) Yeah, we're going to do a, uh, we always do a Super Bowl trends report. So that we'll have that coming out soon. Um, and then it's not like necessarily a trends report, but we always do a big international women's day feature in March, uh, for women in the restaurant industry. Um, so we're putting that together now. So excited to get that out as well. Awesome. That's awesome. So yeah, everyone stay tuned. There's lots of great upserve content coming out and yeah, it's always helpful. So thank you so much for coming on today again. Thank you so much. Yeah. I would say if you're interested in this data, follow us at get upserve on Instagram, Twitter, um, and you know, we always post all of our new data there, um, and you know, share it if it, if it's interesting to you. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thank Thanks you. so much. 
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Two Chicks, Three Seats. Your events industry podcast brought to you by Triple Seat, the industry leader for event management software. Find out more about Triple Seat at triple seat.com.